Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. 5739. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com Nice, That's nice. <laughs> I like it, Cal. Cal Hunter bringing in the music for us. I love parodies. That's a good one. I don't care what you say. That was pretty smart. Yeah, pretty smart. That. And I have one more that I'll share with you a little later. Yeah, so. let's do that. I'm Fred Penny, your host with Denise Dirks, who is at least six or eight feet away from yep. me. Uh, and then we have uh, Cal Hunter behind the glass. It doesn't matter. He's way in there. He doesn't have to disinfect anything due to the fact that his office and his studio where he's it, it's only him that goes in there i'm hermetically sealed it's like who cares what <laughs> virus is in there it doesn't matter because you're in there by yourself but my board just sneezed at me Ooh. <laughs> 855-LAW Radio. Uh, this is Radio Law Talk, the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. It, however, it's not going to be quite as exciting or entertaining because Todd Cunin's not here. He said he has allergies. Actually, this is true. Us, us, this is we're, we're broadcast all over the country, but we're uh, based here out of California, and and it's allergy season right now. Yes. And the coronavirus. And allergy season do not mix with people who are extra sensitive to the coronavirus. Yeah, they mimic each other in a way. Oh my gosh! I, I, you know, I really get allergies, and we're in an area where there's pollen from fruit trees and stuff like that. And oh my gosh, I was walking down. Everything, everything's good. Everything. Hey. Yeah, and, yeah. You can see my everything. my voice is a little bit uh, raspy. And I was walking down Walmart. This guy had his mask on and everything, and my eyes are a little watering. I'm sniffling, and he he must have got. <laughs> 10 feet from me, and he turned around in a beeline and went the other way. I almost <laughs> ran after him. Hey! Wait, the pollen, Wait! the pollen is so bad that Fred's car turned yellow. That's I mean, exactly. It, it, no, you it laugh. Does. It no, is. It does. It I is. Know. I have a white car that turns yellow, and it's just... <laughs> 
my gosh, it is just crazy out there. So my wife, again, I brought this. My wife said, I'm a jokester. I've always been a jokester my whole life. My wife says, you do that. I'm going to be so mad at you. I really seriously wanted to go into the store and, and, and spray a bunch of water on me and have a little puffer and then walk, walk around and hack a little bit. Is it a little warm in here? Is it warm <laughs> in here? Just me. No, that's not. This is not really the time to do okay, that, Fred. Is the time to do that? I mean, if I'm pe- so if, inappropriate. If so many people weren't losing their lives, it would be funny. Yeah, no, it, it is. But, I, you know what? Yeah. You have to look at humor. I'm sorry. I always look at hu- the humor part of stuff, and that's just who you I You know what am. that comes that's, from? I did the well, same thing in interviews. It comes from being raised by a police officer. That's I believe true. this that's probably true. because a large, a lot of the way that news people, police officers, mm-hmm. uh, people in high Intensity, uh, intense situations deal with this stuff is by gallows humor, by just kind of that's you know, the way I deal. I, I think I think either you, I think either you uh, get it from being raised by a police officer, or you just don't get it at right. all. Because yeah. I don't have that great of humor, Ma- and my Ma- dad was funny, and he was a police officer. Maybe well, I, I, I think it's a coping mechanism for a lot of people. I'm the kind of guy that you know. I, uh, those of you who don't know me who are learning about me is 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 I'm really the type of guy. It's like Okay, gotta, I'm dealing with it. What else can you do? You know, it's just it's just like, well, but well, again, I think of... it's the personal injury lawyer in me because I deal with so much uh, death and injuries and, and sad situations that they always ask, how is it you can do this? And, I, and even my wife says, how do you deal with this? I said, I focus on work and I, and I kind of put it off. And if I start thinking about it too much, it'll be sad. It'll be a sad. I mean, a very good, you know, really lovely client of mine. Her husband passed away, and yesterday was the one-year anniversary. And I, yeah. it's a sad day. And, sure. And but but what do you do? I focus. I work. I just. Uh, well, what you do is you actually name your newborn cow Corona. Okay, that's exactly what I was going to say. So <laughs> those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, it's uh, Frederick Penny One. I did. We had a brand new calf, and I named him Corona. And he is the Funny. cutest little thing. He's couple, he's about he's three and a half days old now. And he has a little white belly and, and black yeah. head and black hindquarters. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're what's called belted Galloways. Those of you who know anything, they're called belties. And, and I have a herd of belted Galloways. And, the little and they're guys, so cute. Oh, my oh God. I never saw cows like oh that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're, they're Scottish, and they're, uh, they come from Scotland. And in the olden days... They had to determine the difference between the king and queen's herd and the herd from the commoners. And it was thousands of years. This was bred into them where there's a white stripe. They're black with a white stripe. You can't get a red one or a brown one, but they're a little more rare. Yep, they're a little more rare. And the stripe is in their belly, right? their belly, and they call them Oreo cows. And the reason is, is then you could tell if it was royalty's cows and if someone had taken one, it was pretty obvious whose it was, because only royalty could have those cows. So no need to brand them. It was just very obvious. No, actually, their brand is in the ear, believe it or not. A it tag? Were, yeah. No, not even a tag. They have a little brand in your ear. You you burn a little brand in their ear. It's but that bizarre. irritates them a little bit, huh? <laughs> actually, believe it or not, yeah, people don't realize this. They're it, it's, it's a like hide. in your ear. Yeah, no, it's even less. It's a hide. There's no they, nerves yeah, there. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I, I have a neighbor. Um, and by the way, those of you who don't know me, also, I I grew up on a on kind of a small country farm. I mean, very small. And, and I call myself not a cowboy or not a, a farmer, but a country boy. And um, you know what you do with cows is is when you brand them, they, they really, they just like, mm, they, most of the time they don't even look at it. And my neighbors sometimes got mad and say, why are you hitting your cows? So when you give them a shot, 
hey, this is Radio Law Talk, and you're learning about cows. <laughs> when you give them a shot, because I have to pin them up, I give them their shots, you hit their – where you're going to give them the shot, you hit it with your fist, and it kind of – it kind of stimulates it or numbs it up to some degree so they don't feel it. And then, boom, you hit it. They have no idea even what happened. You sit there and they're looking around. They don't even know that you hit the shot. So you kind of just you kind of hit hit that area a little bit. Hmm. So I that, would never have known yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. So uh, if you want to uh, uh, talk to us, you can also uh, tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not dispensing legal advice. The only time you can use this is late at night or on the weekends or during the holidays when you're with your in-laws and they say. Or, or, they say, or the milking barn. Or if you're out in the milking barn, <laughs> yes. just like you could yes. say, well, I heard on radio. Oh, no, yeah. wait, I heard this. And, and yeah, no, you have to interrupt and say, yeah. I'm sorry, but the guys on Radio Law Talk said that. And my, my grandma Harrington, uh, uh, Lord uh, bless her, uh, she'd always say, they say, and my dad would get mad and say, Mom, what is they? Who's they? Well, they say. So when they say they say, you say no radio law talk says the following. Remember, we're going to do a case or no case. We're going to talk a lot about coronavirus. There's lawsuits dealing with coronavirus, motions in courts, and all these legal issues going on with the coronavirus. And you're saying, well, what? We're going to go over those. There's probably four or five we're going to talk about. Well, I hope one of them is not my case or no case. I guess we'll find out. I hope not. Well, your case or no case. Then we're going to talk about Lori Laughlin. Her case and Lamar Jackson lawsuit. Lamar Jackson, who those of you who don't know, is is a dual threat quarterback. And uh, let me tell you, without details again, my son-in-law plays in the NFL and it has has uh, uh, gone nose to nose, or at least close to nose to nose with him. He's never sacked him, but that's an exa- exciting thing. But we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson suing Amazon. We're going to talk about that when we get back. If you want to email us. After the fact, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com, or you can go to radiolawtalk.com and look at our podcasts from prior, uh, any type of prior show, it's going to be on that podcast. So we're going to get into case or no case, a lot of anecdotal stuff, and when I come back, uh, Denise and I, we're going to tell you our newest affiliates that are joining us. We'll be back right after this. Cal, you can just take us out with 30 seconds. I'll take you out with some gentle music and give you a little piece of advice from my good friend who was a funeral director. He said, with some situation like the one we're in now, realize we cannot change what happened. We can only change what comes next. So that's our challenge, I think, in times like this. So Radio Law Talk will continue in just a minute right here. Wherever you're listening, stick around. There's more ahead. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Since 1960, Iceberg Drive-In has been a family favorite for not only our famous thick shakes with unlimited delicious flavor combinations, but also our hand-breaded onion rings, delicious fries, and signature fry sauce. The Iceberg Shake Shop is perfect for high-traffic locations such as busy strip malls, recreational amusement centers, or near theaters. We are seeking qualified franchisees in the western United States. You'll have access to not only the popular Iceberg Drive-In name, but also our procedures, buying power, and operations. Plus, receive support dedicated to your success. For more information, email franchise at icebergdrivein.com or visit our website at icebergdrivein.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Keenan, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Where's Todd? Boys are weird. All around the world, the world. This is RadioLawTalk.com. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Cal, do what do what everybody loves, and that is roll case or no case. 
All right, want to get to it now? Here we yeah, go. All right, here we go. Let's see. To play case or no case. I'm going to do it again. Here we go. All right, all right. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! And now, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, later on on the show, a three-point memory test Ooh, for case yay. or no case. It's all coming up. Todd, sorry you're going to miss out. And now, case or no case. Stephen Grow is a man who lost his job. However, he went to college and said, if I could just learn Mandarin Chinese, it might help me in my job prospects because that's clearly an emerging global market. If I can communicate with the Chinese, it might help me. So he took a class and was instructed to purchase a Chinese to English, English to Chinese dictionary. I thought that's pretty cool. And then he started Googling old speeches with international figures where they made Chinese speech references, including one by the late President John F. Kennedy, who obviously wasn't late yet at the time, who said, and I quote, in the Chinese written language, the word fear is represented by two brush strokes. One stands for danger, the other for opportunity. In a crisis, beware of the danger, but recognize the opportunity. So Mr. Grow thought, well, that'd be cool. I'll use that. And so he looked it up in the dictionary, and in response to a vocabulary test, that's what he wrote down with these Chinese characters. And he got it wrong. The Chinese teacher said, you know, uh, he wrote in the margins, popular misconception. And uh, this was not accurate or true, so Stephen began to look into other words in the dictionary that found several errors using the same characters, errors that he said were outrageous, that cost him points on his grade, knocked him down from an A- minus to a B plus. And he said, that's just not good. Anybody else who bought this dictionary has also been damaged by the inaccuracy, so I'm going to seek a lawyer to see if there's some remedy that might apply to all the purchasers of this dictionary. And so I ask you, Denise, I think I'll start with you today. Case or no case, what say you? What was the name of the dictionary? Uh, what I think I told you. Let me see. Let me look at it. It's B and D, I believe. Let me look. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Go ahead on your thinking. Okay. While I dig that well, uh, if he's thinking that there's a lot of people that have been damaged by this and it costs them in grades, um, it's going to be difficult to quantify monetarily how much you get are damaged by having your grade affected by a dictionary. Mm -hmm. um, however, it could be a class action suit. Um, and uh, if he if that is, then perhaps he could be the head of the class action suit. I forgot what they're called, but they're like Plaintiffs. the heads. Yeah, they're plaintiffs, <laughs> but they're like the head <laughs> class member or whatever. Oh, the the top dog, it. as it were. Yeah, yeah. well, they mm -hmm. have to reflect a lot of the other damages for other people that are in the class. Okay. Um, you know, potentially this could be a case. Um, I'm going to say that it is a case. Okay. And I'm going to say da, da, da. that he got a Chinese and not a Mandarin uh, dictionary, so he loses. Da, da, da. Huh. Da, da, okay. Da. Mr. Penny, what say you, my friend? Da, da, da. Those of you who are just joining us, case or no case is about uh, Cal Hunter, our illustrious three-time Emmy Award nominee, but, but never, never a winner, winner. Yes, yes, um, <laughs> um, producer that tries to give us a case scenario, and we need to determine whether or not it's a case and what the outcome is, or if it's not a case. 
Now, he is a good actor, let me tell you. <laughs> he is actually the voice of Cal Worthington in Los Angeles on the TV commercials, and he has been on TV many a times. True. Cal Hunter is a very sly fox. Yes. <laughs> and let me tell you, though we're the bright lawyers, he is much smarter than us and no, always tries no, to no, trick no. us. No, no, I'm not. And no. so I'm a Sicilian, and I think that I can figure out <laughs> what Cal is doing at all times. A Sicilian? A Sicilian, and I think that I know what you're doing to me, Cal. <laughs> And I think what's happening right here is Cal brought up a real scenario, but a real scenario that's not true. But the problem is it's so stupid, this case, that it's got to be true. So I'm going to say no case because it's just a scenario and it's not true. Hmm. So you're going to stick with that, really, after all of that whole Sicilian stuff? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to say that's what I think is happening. I think you're tricking us. Okay. All well, right. That's fair enough. Roll it. So I think now I have an opportunity there because, really, this is it is very possible. If you think the damage that could be done to a guy trying to do business in Chinese, mm-hmm. and he goes up and says, you know, whatever he says, and really what he says is your fly is undone or whatever, you know, it would cause, it would cause some problems. That's the first time I've heard that happen before, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the uh, the professor, uh, when he went to him and said, you know, it's so complicated, that stuff happens, so don't worry about it. And so those of you who say it was a case, I'm sorry. Yes! Fred Penny, so winner. Fred Chicken Penny dinner. wins in this case. And, uh, I'm sorry. Is it a scenario, though? Uh, it is It is a scenario, but yes. it's not really, yeah, yeah it's, it's a made-up scenario. <laughs> I get two points. No, I said no case. That's one I made up. I'm sorry. Yes. So, Fred, you get two, and I'm sorry, Denise, you don't. But yes. but wait, but next, time well, next time I have a corona, uh, no, uh, next time I have a tax-related case or no case okay. that I think you might like. And by the way, we have two minutes left. So. Two minutes left. Hey, I want to thank, and uh, we, we we have new affiliates. Joe sure. Spera is our uh, affiliates relations guy. We have uh, just uh, this past week, the following have picked us up. That is K-I-T-Z, Silverdale, Washington, 1480 AM. Welcome. K-G-T-K in Olympia, Washington, 920 AM. Welcome, KDJI, Holbrook, Arizona, 1270 AM. Welcome, and KVWM, Shallow, Arizona, 970 AM. Welcome, and finally, WTEL, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 610 AM. I think that's our first Philly, Philadelphia. We're in Philadelphia. And Holbrook is huge. I mean, I, I, I don't know. All I gotta say is people like our show. I don't know why. It's probably because they like Todd and Denise, but I'm here filling in for them. Hey, listen, there's a couple of things I want you to understand. The first thing is before we go out, I went to the bank. I had to I had to uh, give them a, a check. The lady said, I was literally six feet away. She says, back up, sir. You're a little too close. She had the mask on and the, and the hands. And you know, joke me. What do I do? I go back and sit back in the desks over there. <laughs> and she starts <laughs> talking about it. I said, what's that? What's that? Uh, she security. Goes, no. <laughs> There's like two of us in there. And I was talking to her from like a mile away. And then I walk over and I grab stuff. You can tell she was a little irritated. She wasn't impressed with the whole no, thing. No, <laughs> we'll be back. We're going to talk about the coronavirus cases. There's about four or five we got to discuss. We'll be back. We hope the coronavirus doesn't affect you, but we also hope you can make the best of a bad situation for all of us with a positive outcome for the whole country and the world for that matter. So stay tuned. There's much more Radio Law Talk straight ahead right here. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800 814-5108. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 even in the Stop it. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So those of you who don't know, Denise is an Oregon duck, and she's from Oregon. And uh, the uh, coronavirus, there's people out there that actually take advantage of uh, natural disasters or issues. In fact, there are laws, by the way. Uh, concerning natural disasters and you and not taking advantage of people during those time periods. Um, and, and by the way, Denise is a family law attorney. I'm a personal injury lawyer. Todd Cunin's a former prosecutor for the DA's office and now has his own practice uh, doing um, criminal defense. But in Oregon, uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> this is what I call dumb criminals. This is, you know, you see those things as like dumb criminals. This one takes the cake. So with the coronavirus going on, and believe me, people are not going to be very kind to you if you're doing something to take advantage of it, especially severely advantage, uh, taking advantage of it. He steals these respirator masks, cases of them, from, quote, the rebuilding center in Portland. Right. And he, and, he, and he steals 20 to 25 cases of these masks, which, by the way, each case holds 400 masks. So add up 25 cases times 400. I don't have my math calculator going, but, but that's a lot of masks that, that our nurses and our doctors don't have that they need. And guess what he does? You know what? I know I'm going to make some money on this. 
I'm going to put it on Craigslist. Not only on Craigslist, but in the general area where, where they're from. Because the cops will never look there. No way, oh, man. They'll never I'm look gonna, there. Again, I'm going to make bucks, man. We're going to make big bucks on this. Yeah. Yeah. We got no more llamas outside and cows. We're going to make some money. We're in Oregon. And we love Oregon, by the way. We're in Medford, Salem, and Grants Pass, and we love you guys. But and I grew up in the Oregon area, and I my early years were just outside of um, Salem in and um Independence. But what's but, but but Denise, what's going on here with this Oregon guy? And well, so, he thinks he's going to make a ton of money, and and yeah. these are the N95 respirator masks. These aren't just regular ones. These right. are the ones that. These are the good stuff. These are the good stuff that are the triple layer, really finely done, to where um, doctors and nurse, first responders, period, first responders are um, feeling like they need to have this for their protection. So he's out there. You know, taking these, put them on Craigslist, trying to go to the highest bidder. And, you know, the whole value of all of it was only about $2,500. But that's grand larceny, isn't it? All I got to say is, <laughs> yeah, I got some masks here. Yeah. No, let's see. You're in a trailer up in the mountains. Is that what? Yeah, that's what I deal with is masks. That's my job. So, anyway, they recovered almost all of them. And you know what this company did? It donated them. Uh, once they, they re the police recovered them, it donated them. To the hospitals. Just remember, Oregon is one of the first states to legalize recreational marijuana. No known connection, but I'm just saying, this yes. sounds like a guy who gets all toked up and goes, hey, man, hey, you got a plan. I, gotta, I can go through the drive through marijuana dispenser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? Just like that, in Arizona, a man stole dozens of coronavirus testing kits from a health clinic. He posed as a driver a delivery driver oh, rolls into Arizona into this clinic, this health clinic, and says, "Check it out, man. Let's just let's grab some of these uh, testing kits." Now, how do you sell that? Now, okay, you steal it. How do you sell that? Uh, George, yeah, I mean, hey, I got some got some stash. For you, you take it to your neighborhood stash. bar and you go, "Hey, dude, so something fell off the truck." But what's interesting is most of those kits have to had to go back to. DC for verification. That's exactly. Right. What are you doing? Like, like, are you on the corner going, here's some here's some ganji and oh by the way, you got you want a testing kit? What? What? How do you sell that? So anyway, uh, you know that it's all working out. We're getting everything back, but it just cracks me up what some people do during these crises. And and then this is again. I wish our criminal law attorney was here, but. I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't say what they're. Uh, he just tweeted me. He said, "I'll take that case." Oh, I, I just gonna say, okay, Todd. No, he did not. Yeah, no, he probably would take that case. So you know, here's the other thing that's interesting. Let me tell you what else is going on. So we've got issues, and this is a serious issue, with individuals. You know, what what is what do they tell us to do? They tell us to stay at home, stay away from people uh, six you know six feet, except your family. We're our families together. And let me tell you the nice thing about it. Can I tell some positive things about the coronavirus? Sure. The positive thing about coronavirus is, is well, there's positive and negative. The negative is you, you're, you're going to get a divorce if you're around your spouse too much, maybe. But the positive thing is is that uh, you're around your family more. I mean, it forces you, forces me as an attorney uh, that I uh, work very hard. Our firm is a very, as is a large firm. We're a successful firm. Um, and, and we, and I work 24/7. It seems like I work 24/7. This has forced me to back off and uh, spend a little time with the family. In fact, yesterday was the first day I took some time off uh, and spent all day working out on my ranch, uh, fixing fences and 
hanging out with kids and grandkids and whatever, but it forces us. So I guess that's the only positive thing. But what it's doing is, is people together, where are people together, Denise? They're together in the prisons and in the jails systems. Now, that's where they're worried about getting coronavirus. Or, and or actually, homeless camps. Or homeless camps. But at least they can, well, le- at least they can where, leave. That's where the term shelter in place came, right. was that it was for homeless people to find shelter and stay there. And um, it but, wasn't just for that, but you know what I mean. It was to include them right. in the idea that it was. But here's the difference. To be uh, social distancing. They can leave. They're not forced to stay where they are. Where where when you're in prison or jail, you're stuck there. True. And so, not that everybody's feeling sorry for people in prison and jail, but now we've got individuals. We had Avenatti last time try to cl- get out of jail, right? Saying right. that let, let let me out because and, of coronavirus. And they've given him another chance to try that again. So in other words, when they dismissed it or denied it at first, they did it without prejudice. But now they have um, given him the sign that he can re re ask for that. And there's also Weinstein has coronavirus, and he's in. He was in Rikers, and he got. Um, transferred to a different prison, and um, he's tested positive for Yeah, now, now, he's, now he's brought a motion. Um, well, don't forget, he was, from when he was convicted, he was taken to Bellevue Hospital. Remember, he had the heart issues. He had got a stent yeah. put in his heart. And then he's been to Rikers. Um, Which is the hardest prison in New York. And uh, Apparently, well, not, he's not in Rikers. I don't know where he is, but Rikers. No, he in was New York. in Rikers. Yeah, Rikers Island. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he was. And then but, he got transferred to Winday Correctional F- Facility, which is in Buffalo. But in Rikers, 38 people have already tested positive as of last week. So you're confined with these people, and if anywhere coronavirus is going to take off, it's going to be within the prisons and the jails. So what's happening is the Weinsteins are saying, look, here's a situation in his in his – and his uh, attorneys are bringing motions to saying, this guy is not a threat. He's not going to run away. Send him home. Put him on a you know, monitor. Uh, put an ankle, a- ankle monitor on him. Right, right, right. And, and let's, let's just not, you know, we don't, it's, he's not, just because he's convicted of, of, a, of a felony doesn't mean he's supposed to die uh, in, as, from coronavirus. Right. And the other person who's making the similar motion is Bill Cosby. Yeah, I was just going to talk about that. Yeah. And that's because he's blind currently. I didn't realize he was blind. He's fully blind now. Yeah, so Bill Cosby has just brought, uh, well, actually, they haven't officially brought the motion yet. They're saying they are bringing the motion. To, he's 82 years old. He's blind. Now here's I'm don't Me Too movement. People that are you know um, you know believe that he should do, do time. We have to step back and look at a couple things. And I'm not saying this is the right or wrong answer. The question you ask yourself at these times and during these times, they're going to be letting people out of prison and jail early. In fact, uh, one state just let out 300. New York just set up. Cuomo, uh, uh, Bill uh, de, de Blasio just announced 300 nonviolent elderly prisoners are going to be released from Rikers Island. And in California, they stopped all new prisoners flowing into the state system, whether they're juveniles or adults. Right. They just put a, a halt right. on it right now. That's well, right. what they've also done is... And that was a governor's executive correct, order. Correct. Right. Well, right. well, what I understand, again, I don't know all the details, but my understanding is it's for, it's for smaller... Um, they are taking people with serious crimes there, but not smaller felonies or misdemeanors, petty thefts, thefts like that. They're just giving them a, a basically notice to appear instead of them showing up. So we better be careful. I don't think it's for serious, uh, you know, like murder or attempted murder or burglar or, or 
other types of burger. I wish Todd was here. He probably knows the answer. But I think they are, Cal. But, but look that up because I, I know for petty thefts they are, and I have actually talked to a judge about it, and that's what he said. But, but yes, uh, I want to talk about the Bill Cosby thing. So the, w this is what I want to ask you guys. Everybody out there, you know, you could chime in at 800, uh, well, it's 855 Law Radio. You could chime in and tell us, is Bill Cosby a threat? Should we let this 82-year-old blind man out? Is he a threat to society? And I know people say, well, that has nothing to do with it. The answer is, the answer is no. He's not a threat to society. I, I mean, well, I doubt it. Let me back up. I doubt it, being his age, blind. But, you know, people say, well, he still needs to pay for his crime. But still, should Bill Cosby let out because of the coronavirus? And because of his age. Yeah, because of his age. We're going to be back, and we're going to talk a little bit about that issue. Yep, which seem as threatening days may be over. So we'll talk about that and more right here next on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away, there's much more coming up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. 
I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Are you serious? Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Well, he does. I know. Enjoy your kitties. Todd <laughs> is single, by the way, ladies out there that are joining us from the new affiliates. And Todd's single. And um, I saw something today that just confused me. What? I, he has a dog, apparently, that plays a guitar. Oh, yes. Did you see that? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think is is his name Elvis. I don't know what his name is. Uh, I don't know. He's the cutest dog, though. Oh yeah. All I gotta say is Todd's yeah. got kitties. Single with kitties. That's why he'll never get married. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Todd's not here. I can make fun of him. Hey, you know we're gonna get back to Cosby, and I really want to talk about this. You can call us at eight five five Law Radio. Those of you who are quarantined, sitting around, and listen. If you want to hear our show. And a lot of times affiliates play it for one hour, three hours. We're a three-hour live show, Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time. Go to www.radiolawtalk.com. Click on the live button. You can listen to us live if uh, affiliates aren't covering us. But tell your local affiliates, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are joining. We're, it's, coming up fa- it's coming up fast, the, the show. Breaking news. We want to tell you, this just came out. Uh, Trump's, uh, this is according to the Daily Mail, President Trump is considering quarantine the whole new all of New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey in desperate efforts to show this to slow the spread of coronavirus. He said he didn't say he's going to. He said, "quote We'd like to see New York quarantine because it's a hot spot," which is true. New York is a hot spot right now. New York, New Jersey, maybe one or two other places. Certain parts of Connecticut quarantine. I'm thinking about that right now. He said we might not have to do it, but there's a possibility that sometime today. We will do a quarantine. Short term, two weeks for New York, probably New Jersey and parts of Connecticut. I thought it was going to be the opposite. I thought he was going to say, uh, uh, let's just drop this quarantine because the economy is suffering so much. But uh, uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. Well, I think he's facing the real possibility that there's going to be a huge shortage of the respirator or the, the uh, ventilators. Uh, it's not going to matter if people are all going to be out of out of work, committing suicide, and doing all types of stuff like that. That doesn't, you know, that, that's one argument that people say. I'm just telling the argument. So what do you do? You, the whole the whole economy tanks and the whole world goes down, and, and next thing you know, uh, 
you know, I, that's I know that's not, I don't know if that's politically correct because we're politically neutral here, but but there's there's two sides of stories. As lawyers, we argue both sides. So I don't know. I'm glad I'm not the president making the decision. We're just here at Radio Law Talk enjoying life, uh, kind of enjoying life. Actually, I like being here with you, Denise and, and Cal. We really enjoy this. Uh, now, Bill Cosby, right. let's talk about this. Now, why, what do you guys think? Why can't they release Bill Cosby? He's not a threat. He's 82 or 85. He's blind. Um, he's not going to go out. The odds of him going out and doing something are slim and none. What is it? What do you think? Why, Cal, what do you think? The district attorney is elected. And remember, it was the handling of this case that flipped everything over and turned one DA out, got another DA in, got another guy appointed judge. This That's whole true. mess was a political pressure surrounding whether or not to prosecute Bill Cosby in the first place. Yes, and if yeah, you're right, Cal, you're right on. So yeah. if those of you who go back to our podcast, just type in Bill Cosby. We've talked about it before. This is up on appeal, and I've said it. I think this thing might be appealable, Bill Cosby, if he lives that long. Uh, for it to, to get appealed because there is, there is what I believe is the possibility of huge conflicts of interest of the prosecutors and or the judges in his case. So the one thing that politicians react to is constituent pressure. And I'm sure one p- prosecutor is thinking, do I want to be the guy that let out a, a serial alleged, uh, convicted serial female abuser. Do I want to be the guy that let him out? Right, and I think right. that's going to be an issue. I, I'm sure the governors feel like that too. Because, I would imagine so. You know, yeah. it, why would I commute a sentence? Yeah. Why would I do this because it could be suicide? And I agreed with that. Yeah. But Political suicide. suicide. If he was a nobody, they probably would have let him go. Blind, yeah. 82. You know, no brainer. No brainer. They're probably, yeah. you know, not going anywhere. Well, here's the interesting thing. So he's, they're thinking of bringing a motion to allow him to leave uh, the facility and go home monitored, and that's where he serves out the rest of his sentence. Well, I would say at least during the coronavirus outbreak, uh, but here's the one issue that they're arguing. The Pennsylvania Department of Correction argued and said, by the way, you can make that argument, but there are no inmates within the whole system, at least according to them at, at this time as of a few days ago, uh, that have tested positive for the virus. So he can argue that, but right now there's nobody. Uh, so at least it's a straw, man, it's a straw man argument. There's no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the question is, um, you know, they said they have plans also because he's in the uh, Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. They also have a plan in place if there's a if there's a one there's a breakout. They have a quarantine set up area within the prison system. So, um, mm. but but guess what? The, guess what they're doing there. Bill Cosby's probably not because he can't see, but they're making masks right now. Instead of license plates, they're making masks uh, in the prison system. So there are a lot of a lot of volunteer groups are doing that too, which is really very cool that people yeah. are, are you know having the, you know they're stepping up and use. Uh, I understand that Joanne's Fabric is if you, you call them up and say I want to get this cotton stuff, they'll cut up in squares and deliver to you out the front door because they recognize how important this is. Oh but, wow! So that's really great. Yeah. I, so Todd yeah, texted yeah. me about that one issue. He said, just remember. This is our, our our Todd that's homesick. He's sick with, believe it or not, allergies. He's not he, you know, right now the allergy season is so bad in California he can hardly breathe. Um, he says, just remember, this is Todd. The requests for early release are typically made to the sentencing judge, so the concern for constituents um, is real. But it's the judge 
who would be concerned. Remember the Stanford swimmer case. But most judges yeah, but are that ratified. depends on the state and whether or not the judges right. are elected. Yeah, that's true. That's because true. some are not elected, some are appointed. Some ways you can't remove them, right. you know, yeah. but for a but crime. But this is the federal case, so it's likely he's ratified by some electoral process. But but the prosecutor, I'm sure, would be the guy who said, now I've got to stand up and fight this. Yeah. Even I've got to stand up and fight this because I don't want to be the guy who let him out on the street. I mean, really, the political implications of this can kill a career. I think. Yeah, and you know, yeah. That's, that's interesting. You, you, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wonder sometimes you, uh, they're sworn an oath to do what's right, whether it kills their political career or not. And you've got to be very careful in, in when you s- swear that oath, you know, as a Absolutely. whatever you are, it, if it kills your political career, but it, it is this, it is what's right. You've got to do it. And those judges are just, I mean, it's, it's that's important to me. I think that judicial system is is our last defense, guys. That's it. It's our last defense. So let's talk about Jesse Smollett. We oh, Denise, what do you think? I I think I mean I I you think there's something going I, something on. Something right. is going on with him, but I don't think it's um. Can I read something? Can like I read, a, can intelligence. I <laughs> can I read you something? Please? Sure. But by the uh, way, Todd says judges in Pennsylvania are elected. Go ahead. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna read something. Yeah. Ready for this? All right. There's a little story. A shepherd boy tended his master's sheep near a dark forest not far from the village. Soon he found life in the pasture very dull. All he could do was amuse himself with the talk of his dog and play of his shepherd pipe. One day as he sat watching the sheep in a quiet forest and thinking of what he should do, should he see a wolf, he thought of the plan to amuse himself. His master had told him to call for help should a wolf attack the flock and the villagers would drive it away. So now, though he had been seeing any he hadn't seen anything that even looked like a wolf, he ran toward the village shouting to the top of his voice, "Wolf, wolf, wolf." As he expected, the villagers who heard the cry dropped their work and ran in great excitement to the pasture. But when they got there, they found the boy doubled up with laughter at the trick he had played on them over and over again. Then one evening, the sun was setting behind the forest, and the shadows were creeping out from under the pasture. A wolf really did spring from the underneath underbrush and fall upon the sheep. In terror, the boy ran toward the village, shouting, Wolf, wolf, wolf! But though the villagers heard the cry, they did not run to help him as before. He cannot fool us again, they said. The wolf killed a great many of the boy's sheep and slipped away into the forest. Jeff C. Smollett just said that he had been that he had been attacked by, at 2 a.m. in the morning, some Oriental individuals wearing MAGA hats and said that they spit on him or something like that. and Coughed uh, on him. Coughed on him and uh, tried to get him the, and said, we're giving you the Chinese uh, coronavirus. Oh, they were ha- Chinese men, and they said they were going to give him the COVID-19. A- attacked again. What a, an amazing At 2 a.m. in the morning. What huh. are you doing at 2 a.m. or 4 a.m.? Isn't that when the bar's 3 a.m. <laughs> 3 a.m. What are you doing at 3 a.m.? All I got to say is, even if it did happen, dude, look exactly. I, I read you the story. I, I hope your mom read you the story. Yep. Okay, we're going to be back hour two. Uh, remember, if you uh, want to join us and your radio station turns off, it's www.radiolawtalk.com Click on live. I'm your host, Fred Penny. Case or no case dealing with taxes in the COVID era coming up next hour on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away.
you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Hunt. Normally, you hear me on USA Radio News telling you stories about other people in the news. Well, now I've written a book about the amazing blessings of my life and how, through miracles, I'm still alive. I'm a 40-year radio host who thought he'd reached the height of his career until tragedy struck. After a severe bout with the flu, I died twice, was revived, and spent six days in a coma and started the journey toward a full heart transplant. The book is called My Rock and Roll Heart Transplant Journey and is available at Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle form. The story takes you through how I got the heart disease, the people that helped me along the way, some crazy stories, and the real-life story of the miracles of science as I received the perfect heart match from my donor. I'm now in training for the 2020 Transplant Games in New Jersey. Grab your copy of My Rock and Roll Heart Transplant Journey today at Amazon.com. Thanks, and may your life be filled with all the love and miracles that mine has.